Good evening, everyone. Welcome to today's session, the very first session of the new year. So this session still continues in 2021. Each session, we still continue this very fresh energy to channel the energy to more and more people. For many people, the new year means a lot, means a new beginning. And many people have made new year resolution. And hopefully, meditation is also part of your resolution, if you have, if you have made it. Meditation means a lot, perhaps also means nothing. It is only a word, the word itself. Means nothing. But look at ourselves. Look at the words, the language. They have played such a role in our life. So importantly. No matter you are speaking Dutch, German, Spanish, or Chinese, or English, whatever. Have you ever noticed the function of language in your life. Or have you put the language in the right place in your life? It seems that the language has given us a lot of space to communicate, to resonate with other peoples, to have all kinds of commotions, all kinds of feelings enhance each other. But do we really have a communication? What languages? It seems that the misunderstanding is very prevalent due to languages. Look at the, the daily conflicts between human beings in your life, in the classroom, in the office, in your life. Have you ever noticed that? Merely based on words, there's only miscommunication.
when we are bothered by this miscommunication, by the conflicts due to this communication, have you ever really noticed the way our life is so dependent on languages? Nowadays, the internet is everywhere. I guess almost everybody has a mobile phone, right? To send the message every day. Also, read news. Also, watch all kinds of TV or, or videos, which also mostly based on languages. Besides the images, the email, books, all kinds of things is in verse. Have you ever noticed this influence of the language on your life so subtly, so deeply? Have you ever considered what's the relationship between you and the language? You are the language? Or you are different from languages? Look at the, the life we are living. We are so dependent on words, on expressions. When somebody praises me, I feel happy. But when somebody insults me, I feel hurt. It seems that to me, it's a bunch of words. It's a bunch of uh, expressions. I have to defend it to defend this image made up by the verse, by the expressions. So I resort to verse to form my identity. The identity is a, it's a very hot topic in the Western culture, which is crazy. Everybody is craving for all kinds of identity. Try to describe it by some words, by some keywords to label it. Are we really different from verse? Or not? It seems that we are the verse. We, we, are depend, we are depending on how to word ourselves. Have you ever noticed that such a life is full of sorrow, full of hurt, full of trouble? Our mind is degraded into a few words, a few sentences. A bunch of expressions, 
and we, we, we are fully dependent on verse to see each other. Have you ever noticed that when you are texting to your friends, it's very different from when you are seeing your friends face by face. The images, the thoughts triggered by verse, is very different from what you you are seeing when you are seeing your friends. I guess most people might have noticed this difference. When you are seeing your friends, seeing people, it is taking place in actuality if you are not carried away by thoughts. But when we are texting each other, We are all relying on the thoughts, on images, and also the past impressions. For many things, we can uh, we can communicate, of course. But also for many things, we can't. So to meditate is to understand this, understand our trouble, which is associated with this, to see it clearly. We don't need to use our logics or, or in, in intellect to conclude something. Can we perceive it? Can we see it directly? See this phenomenon which is taking place at each moment of the life. To find out why the hostility or the animosity triggered by verse. Why we are so dependent on dependent on verbal statement? In the Western culture, the, the verbal statement or any kind of statement based on verse plays such a role in life. Here, we don't deny it, but can we observe the influence of it on life? Can we live a life not content by verse? Can we live a free life, not a permissive life? I mean, a free life means the mind is free. Free from fear. Have you ever noticed that? 
we are always living the past. When the mind is identified with verse, we are always living in, in the past. Have you ever noticed that? No matter what is taking place, as long as we describe it, it is no longer new. It's known. The known is always old. So when we are relying on words, we are always relying on the past to speak, to communicate. So we have to question ourselves, are we really seeing each other at this moment? Are we really seeing each other as friends without any projections from the past? I guess for many people, the holiday season is a quite a tricky time, right? You have a lot of people to, to meet, old friends, families. You might find that it is so easy to, to trigger the past. The face, the, the verse, the anything you see or touch can be a trigger to let you remember the past, to, to associate the past. In many places on this planet, around these big season, big, big holidays like Christmas holidays or the Spring Festival in China. It is, there's a lot of a reunion of the friends, the families. It is, it is a very, it, it is time for all kinds of mental challenges. The past it's so easy, it's so easy to, to, to be back around this time. Some might be good memories, some might be not so pleasant memories. Around this time, it is also a very good time to practice meditation. That's to see your friends, to see your families with a very fresh eye. Can you do that? Or have you, have you done that? To see everybody you have known with a fresh eye. If you have done it yet, and if and you have some friends meet in the, in, the, in the next few days, try it. 
Similarly, can we do this at each moment? Can, can we treat each day with a fresh eye, with a fresh mind? Can we keep the thoughts away? Keep the, the, the protection from the past away? From this moment? If, if we can do this, every day is a new year, isn't it? Brand new. You don't need to wait until January the 1st to get some kind of feeling of freshness. You can, do, you can have it every day, each moment. If we, if we find, oh, at the moment, oh, it's difficult for me to, to really treat this moment with a fresh eye, then I have to ask myself, why? This question is very important because it will lead me to explore my mind a little more. Why? Can't I stay at this moment? Why did the past always pop up to block me from seeing things as they are? And this is the journey in meditation. And today, we look at the language together. To try to understand, to get some intuition about the relationship between the past and the language. If the language didn't stay in the place, in the right place, the language would put us in the past. In many cultures, in many countries, almost everybody on this planet, the human beings has excessively relying on the language. Of which inevitably lead to a very divided life, a very fragmented life, which all belong to the past. So before we continue the topic, let's keep silent for three or four minutes to empty the mind to empty everything you have known about yourself. To invite ourselves back to a state of 
unknown. Stay unknown.
Look at this word. By the way, what is a word? The mind is the word. The word is the mind, isn't it? It seems it seems that there's a an outside world around you. But it is the your inner projection to make you perceive this world. Isn't it? Because the neurons, because the directions of neurons to the outside environment, and also the the inside environment, the mind, the thoughts, whatever. For most people, they ignore this. They just just simply. Regard the outside world as world. For them, they have no inner world. The door is closed. Always closed. Until one pro proactively unlock it and open it. For most people on this planet, of course, including people around you, even including ourselves, the mind has been degraded into verse, all kinds of expressions. Therefore, the mind has become so chattery. Isn't it? We keep talking all the time, even when we close our mouths. The mind still continue the chattering state, even in the dreams. We are really working hard, right? Really hard. Unstoppable. Can it stop? Why the mind is so chattery? There are so many self-talks taking place every day. The mind is the verse. The verse is the mind. Everything is so reactionary to verse in all kinds of ways. Do you ever notice that this word is purely neurotic? 
when our reactions is purely based on words, based on the images triggered by verse, to get some pleasure, which which is also give us a lot of pain inevitably. Such a reaction make the mind so neurotic. Look at you know, the complaints made by people on this society. Isn't it the result of the neuroticism? Can we live a life free from this neuroticism? To free the mind from the neuroticism means to free the mind from the attachment to verse. What are words? What is language? It is very important to inquire into this question or the, the origin of the language. It, it, it's not about question about what's the origin language of Dutch, German, Spanish, or Chinese. That's not the question we ask. But how human beings created the language What is language? It's a bunch of symbols, verse. They are all symbols, right? Or some pictures, like in Chinese, whatever, or in, in whichever language. So we map our mental activities to some symbols, which has their logic to make a longer expressions. So generally, language, language is, the, is a map from the inner state of mind to, to these symbols. To be able to communicate with you, we both have to agree on the, on the mapping. We use the same symbols and uh, map similarly, so we can we can communicate. Right? When you we use a cup to mean some container to hold the water, though. This word, cup, may trigger different images between us. Probably when I hear this, hear this word, 
it is a, a, a glass cup pop up in, into my mind. Probably in your mind, it, it, is a, it is a metal cup. But most time we don't care about these details. So that kind of communication may be okay for many life situations. But when we are talking about, when we are communicating about the, the psychology, the inner world, everything is becoming tricky. And the, and, the, and the difference of the mapping from the mind to the symbols matters here. What you mean by the mental, mental status is different from mine. It, therefore, no matter how hard you, you, you describe it, I can't 100% feel what you are talking about. Look at this world. People are so reliant on words, expressions to verbally communicate their emotions, their feelings to each other. Can you imagine the, 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 the possible misunderstanding from this? If we are not aware of the limitation of languages. We are depending on words to describe emotions, the feelings, And we are the verse. The verse is me. So we, without realize, without realizing, realizing the, how the language is generated, we are all the users of language, right? Because we, we never, we as a, as an individual, or in, in the individual, we never create a language. We only learn. We only inherited from the past and generations. So that's why we are totally unaware of this. And then because this this kind of ignorance, we we just mistakenly identify ourselves with languages. It it, it happens generation by generation. That's why the language which is misused in this way has contributed a lot to the formation of a culture. In that culture, people share similar reactions, similar emotions, which is also the reactions, the result of the reactions, and which further re-enhance the, the misperception that the language can be used to communicate the feelings. It's a, such a big loop. 
but it's still a loop, isn't it? So that's most people's life in the in this way. The culture is also so reliant on the on the words, on expressions. The mind is totally trapped in that way. We are so, we are relying on the thoughts, images triggered by verse. They are all old, isn't it? They are never new. Anything which is really new is beyond verse, isn't it? As long as one began to verbalize something, one must have known it, must have recognized it, so one can describe it. Which means that it is already already old. Such a verbal life, which is shown in all all levels of life, from the individual to the culture to the whole world, such a life is a is an old life, isn't it? Always stays in knowing. Always stay in the loop. And when we begin to have the mental challenges, the mental challenges begin to form a loop again, following the same pattern. Until one proactively breaks it. Breaks and loops apart without forming new ones. And this is the journey of meditation. So if we can't put a verse, put a language in the right place, the language will trap us in the past. Actually, it is doing now, right? to almost everyone on this planet. And, and that's also probably explain why it's so challenging, so challenging to be present, to live present, to stay at present. And to be, to, to be really able to be present, to live a simple life, we had to figure out to see clearly the pitfalls of the language, the verbal communication, 
that gives us also we need to see clearly the social issues the, the, the problems of the society due to this kind of mind issues it is both collective and individual isn't it because the society is made up of millions billions of individuals it is the same issue showing in different skills that's it right So to meditate is to ask myself and explore whether this person as an individual to live a free life. To, to live a life, the mind is not caught up in the society. It doesn't mean that I move away from study, but my mind is not there. Because I have seen the danger of this society. I have seen the danger of the self, danger of all kinds of mental traps. And this seriousness will ignite one's passion to tenured and also one's passion to live a life simply, beautifully and artistically. So now it's time for us to meditate. Before we finish the session, probably we can still have a few minutes uh, for questions or, or, or comments or whatever. But now let's Empty the mind first to follow the audio guide. Let's come back to this moment to empty the consciousness, to empty this me, the self. Let's do it. Now, let's take a 10 minute meditation. Start by taking a moment to find a comfortable position to sit in a posture that you feel relaxed and get alert. Let hands rest on your knees or laps. Let the eyes close gently. Soften your forehead. Act a soft smile in the corner of your lips. Breathe naturally. As you breathe in, be aware that you are breathing in. Feel the sensation of breathing in. The region can be the nostrils, 
can be the belly, can be anywhere. Focus on the part you feel most. As you breathe out, be aware that you are breathing out. Feel the sensation of breathing out. The region can be the nostrils, can be the belly, can be anywhere. Focus on the part you feel most. Fix your attention on the breath. Let go of any thought, words, images. This moment, nothing is more important than breath. While you are listening to the bell, check where your attention is. If it wasn't on the breath, after the bell, gently invite your attention back to the breath and sustain your attention on the breath.
slowly bring your awareness back to this room. Feel into your body. Wiggle your fingers and toes. When you are ready, open your eyes. Hopefully, everybody has had a good time in the past 10 minutes to come down the mind a little bit more after this such a long discussion. The mind must have been a little busy and uh, activated. So now it's time for questions or comments or anything you want to, 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 to speak about meditation or or anything you want to ask. So, can I ask again? <laughs> yeah, well, of course. <laughs> Thank you for uh, this session also, it's great. Uh, we are trying to do something uh, quite uh, strange, like using the mind to stop the mind. Um, it's not uh, so easy because Uh, thoughts are created and then uh, or sometimes we try with thoughts to stop thoughts uh, mm. this is my experience <laughs> <laughs> like I say I must stop thoughts but then this is also a thought um, it's a self loop it's like Yes, it's not always like that. Sometimes uh, the thoughts just stop when then uh, I am in this uh, zone that we say without thoughts. But then thoughts come back again. Sometimes I can uh, observe them, but very often I miss uh, the starting point. And then uh, can get lost, uh, but then it's good that we have this bell to come back. So I guess gradually, <laughs> at some point, it can progress to this stage of no no thoughts at all, just observing the breath. Uh, 
sometimes for me it's easier when I observe the body, not the breath, but I feel more the body as a whole. Sometimes I feel some tension releasing. So I go back and forth to the breath and to the body. Uh, one question that I had, um, 10 minutes is a, a short time. Uh, what is like for uh, a good time for uh, if you want to progress? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, many people have this impression that, oh yeah, thoughts, no, to, to, to let thoughts stop. But when we have this kind of view, or perception, it uh, involves some sort of control. We want to use some thoughts to control the other thoughts, in the hope to let all to let all of them die. But the, in this control, if you really observe it carefully it won't let the thoughts disappear. It only takes place when we only observe it without being an observer. It is, can be very counterintuitive Can you observe the thoughts without being an observer? Because the observer itself is, is you, the self, the ego. The problem is not to have no thoughts because that's another ambition one has developed for the meditation. I want to have no thoughts. My mind has no thoughts. And then you die. Because a, a person who is alive can't have new thoughts. But to meditate is can we free ourselves from the attachment to thoughts? Can we observe the thoughts arising but without any identification with thoughts? Have we noticed that we, we tend to identify, identify ourselves with thoughts. Then the self comes back, the ego comes back. So to meditate is to observe everything without being an observer. In that observance, there's no control. There's no seeking. I don't want to seek. There's no seeking to achieve something. Nothing to achieve. Because the very desire to, to achieve is still from the center, the self. You see, because of this, it leads to this kind of impression that thoughts control thoughts. It's like a, a, a bowel of water. The only thing you can do is let the water stop 
to stop naturally. But if you use a stick to, to stir it, the water is always turbulent. So how to observe it? How to feel it without any image, without any, any association? Just observe it. That's the that's the meditate. That's the way I begin to inquire into this. How can I observe the breath or the whole body? It does, it doesn't matter what we observe. The whole body is also good, a very good um object to observe. How can we observe it? First, without an image. Second, without any associations, which also concern today's topic, the language. How can I observe it without any verbalization? Because for many people, this kind of mental verbalization takes place a lot. Can I just observe the breath or the body without all of this? And then try it and have a look. And also, by the way, you, you, you mentioned that the, the length of time of meditation. I think there's, there's, there's no real progress or, or, or whatever because it is all imagined. Everybody has their own way to progress if there's progress. But uh, the time can vary. It really depends on you. I think for many people who just start this journey, maybe 10 minutes, is fair enough for a few days. And, uh, and uh, of course, you can try to extend it to 15 minutes, 20 minutes, step little by little. And uh, of course, at the beginning of this stage, probably you can have this ring bell every two or three minutes to, as, a, as a reminder to invite you back to the breath or the body. And as you press a little more longer, in a couple of few weeks, a month, you will find it's much easier to do that. But don't expect, don't think about that. Oh, when should I make progress? This can maybe block your progress. So just do it without any expectation. Just like live life, moment by moment, without thinking about the future. And you will be there. When you are there, you are there. And also, there's a, uh, because this year, the Maniverse will, will run as a non-profit foundation. And uh, probably we want to start a course, a non-heavy course, maintaining course. It's for free and it's donation-based. If anybody who is interested in this, you can join this course together. We can explore the, the mind for non-heavy and uh, you can you can you can practice meditation and learn more details about the technique and uh, and the mind in a more systematic way. And the course, of course, uh, again, it's free and it, of course it's open to donations. And if you are interested, you can check out the website clarity.mindiverse.org. When does it start the course? 
maybe in a couple few weeks, maybe next week or next two weeks or next three weeks. Because I, I, we hope that we can we can have a few more people sign up so we can start this journey together. So maybe let's wait if there are more people join in a couple of days, we can start quite soon. But anything you can check out the website and if you're interested in, just email us. And and then we can we can start this journey quite soon. And uh, yeah. this really takes need everybody to be serious about the mind. And uh, when you really give your attention to it, everything will pay off. Does <laughs> and and any other questions from anybody else? If no, probably that's the end of today's session. And uh, thank you for ever being here tonight to spend this session together. And uh, hopefully we can see each other in the future. And uh, I think today, Gabby, Anna, Bob, Ari, and uh, thank you for being here. And uh, hopefully thank we can... You. We can see each other again in the future and uh, be present, enjoy each moment, to live a life moment by moment. And if you do this already, this is already meditation. And of course, if you are interested in this free course, uh, it's called Meditation for Clarity. Don't forget, check out the website, uh, clarity.mindiverse.org.